Sacramento's official home for the San Francisco 49ers. Sacktown Sports. Welcome back to the program, Sacramento, to the PM portion of your day. Hope it's going lovely. It's the middle. You're actually on the back nine of your week. Yep. Because, look, you know, anytime past noon, right, on a Wednesday, Wednesday. you're on the second half of your week. Closer to it being finished than it being started. Exactly. Which is Officially by three minutes. Which is exactly where you want to be. And then we got Thursday tomorrow and then good old Friday and then the weekend. So Can I just say, uh, as we have these TVs on in the studio, Uh I'm really proud of us for not talking about this Charger fan. Yeah, good on us. Because we haven't done it all week. This is the weirdest thing. I just I don't, don't get it. understand I know. why people care so much. Even if she is a Vikings fan, really. Yeah. Which, why would she be? Why would you want to do that? Why would you blame her Vikings for Vikings-Chargers is a brutal combination. Yeah, like, just why do we care? Why is there so much uproar about it? Why do people care if it because is Because she looked fake? like she was on drugs. As a sure, former whatever. San Diegan, I will say it's really funny that as soon as you saw a passionate Chargers fan, everyone just assumed that can't possibly be real. <laughs> that can't be real. Anyways. I just don't care. Welcome. That's just really what it is. It's just people seem to care so much. It's like, I saw a tweet that was like, uh, whatever, like a, a fraud alert confirmed or something like that. Like, yeah. it's just, why, why, why are we, why are we trying to, who cares? Who cares? That's how we're starting. Sorry. That's how we're caught starting. Caught red-handed. It's, That's what it was. It's fine. Somebody put caught red-handed. She's a Viking. Who cares? Yeah. Caught right. Caught red-handed is usually like, you know, yeah. uh, Watergate like a, or something like, like that. Like a crime, you, know I mean? you yeah, mean? Yeah, 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 like an actual crime Not against somebody the law. freaking out over, uh, over a game. How for dare sure. she go from NFC Vikings to AFC Vikings? Yeah. The worst. <laughs> well, he is... Chris Watkins. I am Zachariah. This is Sacktown Sports 1140. You can call or text the show 916-339-1140. You can watch us live streaming on YouTube. Just search Sacktown Sports. We've put up a poll. And the question is, must the Kings make the second round of the playoffs this year? Mm, Your options are, yes, they do. And no, as long as they make the playoffs. Mm. 78% yes, they do. Ooh, okay. Yes, we can. Okay. Yes, they do. And 22% know as long as they make yeah. the playoffs. Sure. Coming up at 12-15, James Harden. You know, I thought for a second, Chris, <laughs> and I'll save it, but I thought for a second this was going to be drama-free. He showed up. He said, I'm, you know, I'm going to be professional. And then today, uh, not so much. Whoops. So we'll do that at uh, 12-15. But right now, I will let you drive this. Yep segment right here we go back to the athletic and it's not because i may or may not have an account <laughs> for the athletic it's okay but <laughs> it's fine i'm yeah. a recent subscriber you can do the one chair the two chair <laughs> exactly. it doesn't matter it's exactly. all interchangeable it's so all you same. set this bad boy up yes, for the sir. people from the athletic the king's preview yes sir as the athletic tends to do they're covering every single nba team out there and uh are real quickly previews. sorry to yes, cut no, you off. you're good you're how good. many people do the athletic employ uh probably too many which is a sad statement because but like what do you think it, you think it's job. like in the it's got to be in the hundreds right? it's definitely in the hundreds i mean okay. they have every I don't think they have a beat writer for every NBA team, but I would say probably 25 of the 30. And then NFL, I believe they have at least one. Like, how many people for the Athletic cover the Niners? You have Barros, you have Kawakami, yep. you have Lombardi. Yeah. Uh, I feel like I'm missing somebody already. Middlecoff. Middlecoff. Uh, 
And I think that's it in terms of Soul 49 I think that's one of the guys. So to answer your question about The Athletic as Uh a whole, there's a report from June that they laid off 4% of their newsroom, which was 20 jobs. So if I'm doing quick math in my head, that's about 500 news-dedicated employees. And you know what? Well, they have soccer coverage, too. From back in the day, Tim Kawakami, he was like, at the forefront of this whole thing. Oh, yeah. I yeah. don't know if he's a part owner mm-hmm. or if, like, but I remember him being, like, w- before anybody sure. knew what the athletic was, he was on the, uh, you know, yeah, on, on the, the foreground of yeah. it. Anyway, so to the athletic, we the go athletic. for the Kings season yes. preview as the Kings take on the Warriors tonight, NBA TV. Check out the game for sure. I'm sure you're going to be covering it up and down tomorrow. Yes, but what do they have in terms of the Kings season preview? Yes, this is a season preview written by Zach Harper, who we've had on the show and, and you know, is, Friend is of the a show. very well-respected sort of. uh, NBA writer across mm-hmm. uh, NBA circles. He writes, uh, we're, we're just going to go through it. He really sections it off perfectly for, for talking about it. So let's let's just go by it section by section. Uh, the big the big story for the Kings this year is choosing continuity to move forward. Harper writes, after snapping the longest playoff drought in NBA history, the Sacramento Kings didn't just return to the postseason. They went 48-34, and 34, grabbed the number three seed in the West, and had the best offense in NBA history. The big question, can they move forward and reach the second round now, which is... Our poll question, and mm-hmm. it's been something we've been talking about a lot. They have player to watch. Zach, who do you think is is Zach Harper's player to watch this season? Interesting, because that's different than yes. breakout player. Yeah. I'm I want to say, say it's one of the bigger names. I'm going to say Sasha. It is Damanis Sabonis. Ah. He says, we all know De'Aaron Fox is the man for the Kings, as do they. After Sabonis' uh, phenomenal season ended rough uh, with a rough playoff series against the Warriors, it'll be fascinating to see how the – three-time, let's not forget, three-time All-NBA All-Star, or I'm sorry, NBA Mm -hmm. All-Star, builds on that success. Will he spread the floor or commit to being uh, more of a defensive presence? Does his game have another gear? Hmm. I think all of those are great questions. I do, too. Now, you and I have talked about whether or not Fox has another level to get to. Does... See, I, I was thinking about it yesterday. I haven't thought <laughs> I was about thinking that. Thinking about it on the car ride home. Does Doma? Because I kind of feel like, I kind of feel like we've hit the ceiling with mm-hmm. him. Maybe not though. Uh, he, I, I mean, why are we asking guy? that about Fox and not asking that about Domas? That's very interesting. Bonus is twenty-seven years old. He he's he could get to superstar very, very status. much in his prime right now. Do you have Fox or Domas as a superstar? They were both no, top not twenty-five, yet. Not right? Yet. Uh, yes, though the Ringer had had their own ratings today and had De'Aaron at number seventeen. So, so. where's your cutoff line for superstar? I think five ten. Yeah, I think it's there's be ten. Like, right? I think there's eight to ten super superstars in the NBA, and okay. even then, it's a to me, it's a fluid number that changes all the time. Man, I feel like Fox is more likely to make a yes. leap. Yes, than, in terms of superstar, yeah, yes, yeah. I think it'd be tough for Sabonis because for Sabonis, it's fair to reaching question. another level is getting into the Jokic and Bead category, and. I just can't. I see him, see it, yeah. and even now, he's just he's short of that. But mm-hmm. I can see him getting just short of that, if that makes sense. But, it's fair to at least question, though. Yeah, I feel like we haven't questioned that all summer. Yeah, we haven't really talked about can he get to that what, and how? What does that look like? Oh, if he gets to that level, yeah. I mean, forget like the Murray and the Fox talk. Sure. If, if he gets to the next level, yeah. that I mean, they really. I mean, that's. Man, the more and more I'm thinking about it. Yeah, the wheels are turning. Yeah, they really are because the more and more I'm thinking about it, the Kings might be, we talked about how they have the least amount of questions or whatever, but they might be the team with the most amount of people on their team 
that can take a jump. Mm-hmm. Because even though yeah. Fox yeah. and, and right. Domas were all This was lead, a case for just about everybody. It, we talked about the Harrison Barnes, uh, it, you know, his potential yeah. for a leap. Keegan Murray, of Off course. Night, if he Off gets a jump, a, a jump shot. Can't Malik Monk Sasha's kind of a take question a leap mark? as well? Yeah. Like Kevin a lot Herter. of guys, if they, it, really, if any of them take a big mm-hmm. leap. They can improve upon last year, really, really which big. makes all the more John Hollinger. Have we efforted him, by the way? Is Nate still working on uh, that? There's no way. There's <laughs> think no, I think he's going to pull a Stephen Ruiz where I think you said like he Disappear. got, he got a, a request from every single outlet. And Turned said him down. No to all of them. Yeah. Uh, so that's that's their player to watch or Zach Harper's player to watch. Uh, Demonis Sabonis definitely opening uh, up the door for, for a really big breakout season or another breakout season. Yeah, I if guess. he goes from what was he? What were they? I know they were side by side. What's that? The, Halliburton, Domas, and, and oh yeah, it was twenty two was Halliburton, twenty three was Domas, I think twenty four was Fox. Okay, yeah. If they go from there, yeah. to like fifteens, yeah, fifteen and higher, yeah, yeah. That's a different conversation. That's true. Uh, he writes the contract year guy. Obviously, do you know who who's on a contract year this season? Definitely not Harrison Barnes. Not Harrison Barnes. Definitely anymore. not Domas Sabonis. Not Sabonis anymore. Malik Monk. Oh, Malik yes, Monk. It is Malik yep. Monk who is on a contract year? I would have got there. Kyle, we, yeah. But thank you. <laughs> We've seen just how ridiculously explosive he can be off the bench with his scoring. Monk is in a contract year and could be in line for a big mm. payday. He might end up being the NBA Sixth Man of the Year if Monk has another year like last season. Will he become too expensive? For the Kings to retain, which I, is, uh, I believe the Kings have already kind of preemptively addressed this with the Sabonis extension, a big part of him, quote unquote, not taking the most money he possibly could Why do could you do have. it like that? Because I just, I, I do agree <laughs> that like, because Sabonis wasn't going to get paid $40 million a year. That's more what it is. If it's, he has a breakout season. He Even if he has a year like last year, uh, Chris, you have to understand the money's different. It's now. different. It is different. Forty, like his forty is the new thirty or whatever. Jay Z still song not great was. though. It's still not, yeah. like I mean, it's more just like the category of guys who also make thirty or forty. It's I would much rather have Sabonis again continue to be as a you know as a GM. The goal is to have these guys on. You know, obviously players want every single dollar they can, but mm-hmm. as the person building the team. You want everyone to be on a discount, and that's – I don't think Sabonis is on a discount, but I would much rather be at the figure he's at now than at the dollar figure he could have Fair been. Fair enough. So, so you, don't, you don't think it was taking a discount? You think that's no, what I he should have gotten? that's what he okay. should have gotten. Right. And I Fair think enough. There's but a it might sprinkling become... of truth to what John Hollinger was saying about the Kings outbidding nobody. Themselves. Yeah, but themselves. it might become a discount Yes, as we be. see yeah. the money grow. Yes, in three yeah, to four years sure. it's going to look like a discount. But, but back to Monk being yeah. the uh, the – what was it? The the contract year guy contract who potentially year guy. could play himself into being too expensive for this team. Now, you and Whitey over the summer, every week or every day every or whatever, day, bold did bold prediction. Every day. And one of them for you was a big trade. Could he be a trade piece? Because oftentimes you trade guys that yeah, are in their contract year. That would be tough for the Kings just because they have intentions of like winning. I mean, you know, like if you're going to lose Malik Monk or trade him in the middle of the year, that's to me a sign that things went terribly wrong and mm-hmm. you're you're trying to refocus or reshift uh the the plan of a uh, plan of attack because i mean i i would think that they're gonna try and retain him uh however they can mm-hmm. i think they're gonna try and then my one of my bold predictions was also i think the way they're gonna do that is it wouldn't surprise me with all of this reshuffling now especially if malik monk at some point just enters the starting lineup because He's a guy who he's still young in his career. We can't forget him and De'Aaron Fox are the same age. He could potentially, if he has another good season, to Zach's point here, 
he could say, hey, I've came off the bench. I think I've proven myself as a scorer. I feel like I can start for one of 30 NBA teams, and he might he might like it just comes down to now what his priority go- is. If he wants to start, if he wants more money, or if he wants to be part of a winning organization, or I shouldn't say winning organization with the Kings in the same sentence yet, but if he wants to be on this winning situation mm-hmm. with uh, some guys that he likes and knows, it, it all depends on what Malik's going to value this offseason, and we we just don't have really any indication of what that's going to be yet. You're going down my path. Multiple starting lineups. <laughs> We've already seen Duarte. Yeah. Could we see Monk? I think Monk Could and Sasha, Sasha are definitely candidates okay, for it, for I'm sure. I'm just saying. I might become yep. right, even though Mike Brown said that he's not going to yep. tinker with First of all, said not tinkering with the starting five. Then only said two spots are guaranteed. Yep. So that's talking out of both yes, sides of your mouth, yes, but that's okay. That's all right. Uh, well, it looks like there's more meat there's on the bone a lot more there, here. so we will um, we, we will revisit this? that. Okay. But we have to get to. I mean, we wouldn't be a sports show without talking about James Harden, sure, and his fat suit yep. that might come out shortly. News developing. I thought the news had ended. Thought he was going to be a professional. Apparently not. Chris Watkins, Zachariah, Sacktown Sports, eleven four. Yes, sir. Welcome back, Sacramento. We are just flying by here on Sacktown Sports 1140 alongside Chris Watkins. I am Zachariah. You can be heard. You can also be read. It's up to you. Call or text the show, 916-339-1140. You can also check us out live streaming on YouTube. Search Sacktown Sports. Jump up in the chat. You can also vote on the poll. Must the Kings make the second round of the playoffs this year? Your options are yes, they do, or no, as long as they make the playoffs. We will get back to that athletic article here throughout the show, and we will get to some football for all you people out there, and plus fun in the 40s. That's coming up at 1245. Bottom of the hour, more NBA 2023 talk. But right now, we have to, unfortunately, Chris. I mean, you gave us kudos for not bringing up yeah. the um, – the, uh, Charger fan. Charger fan. By the way – a Fiasco. Charger fan friend called into the Carmichael Day yeah, with this and Ross show and said that she could vouch, he could vouch for her yeah. that they go to Charger games together. She's, she's part like of like a community or something. Like the Chargers Cabana Club or okay. something like that. She's Is in that charge sponsored? Of. I don't believe so, but I believe it's... that sponsored. Be- just yeah. five people hanging out. Yeah, right. <laughs> underneath the cabana watching... Spoken watching like a true Charger, Charger fan over there. No. Uh, former Charger fan. <laughs> Recovering Charger fan. Recovering yeah. Charger fan. Very good. Uh, but James Harden, Chris. Uh, I guess he's the gift that keeps on giving, except I don't really like talking I'm about him. With it. I'm so tired of James Harden in this stupid story. He's a guy, though, that has plenty of backup in terms of people that said that he... You know I'm a coulda, woulda, shoulda guy. Yep. Big coulda, woulda, shoulda guy. I love doing coulda, woulda, shoulda. But he coulda, woulda, shoulda if not for these things. I I would say number one, they had Chris Paul. They had Kevin Durant. I'm sorry. They had Kevin Durant. Yep. Why am I blanking? Russell Kevin Westbrook. Durant, Russell Westbrook. I'm sorry. I, I, I swapped out two guys that have never won a ring yes. for each other. Um, they had Russell Westbrook. They had Serge Kevin Ibaka, Durant, Serge Ibaka, Steven and James Adams. Harden. And they shipped... James Harden out. So that's one coulda. Mm-hmm. Then the maybe shoulda 
when Chris Paul, I believe, tore his calf or strained his calf or something, but they were up, always getting hurt. They were up on the Warriors in that playoff series. Yeah, they probably would have. Yeah, if they would've. didn't miss twenty-seven straight threes. Yeah, well, that too. Yeah. God, that was such an ugly game. It was not great. I can't believe the Warriors won I that still game. Still have nightmares about it. And I'm not <laughs> even a Rockets fan. Anyways, um, there's a bunch of coulda, woulda, shouldas with James Harden, but now he's at this at this spot, right, with the Sixers. Yep. And he went to China, said he would never play for an organization that mm-hmm. Daryl Morey was a part of, except he's part of the organization. He missed, I believe, the first two workouts and then showed up to the third and said, I'm going to be a professional. He yep. said, I'm standing by that I don't want to be a part of this team. Obviously, he wants to go to L.A. He's from L.A. Plus, let's face it, James Harden would love L.A. Um, much more than he would probably love Philly. But today, the news comes out, Chris, mispractice. You I say what? I just don't understand what's going on because the weird thing is, do, do we have the Maxi audio? Because Tyrese Maxi earlier this week, or it was, I, it was either earlier this week or late last week, uh, said this about how Harden was during practice, which I thought was interesting. Everyone that I've talked to, like around the team and on the team, has said like the training ca- camp vibes were actually really awesome, mm-hmm. uh, despite. The, the uncertainty and, and sort of the, the James Harden situation. Why do you think that is? Like, I've been on enough teams to know something like that can sort of derail the vibes. Right, right. I mean, first of all, I'm going to give a shout-out to Jage because he, he didn't make it weird at all. You know, he came in, and he was very, like, it's not what I was expecting. I'm just going to be honest. It's not what I expected. He was very, like, receptive. He worked hard. He did, like, he did all the drills. He was talking to even, like, young guys that he didn't know. Think about it. James Harden, what MVP, scoring champ, two-time assist leader, like he's sitting there talking to guys like Ricky Council, like, hey, on, when you're in help, you should do this. Thing. Like, and I'm like, it's not what I was picturing, you know what I'm saying? And then, okay, that was JJ Reddick's podcast. Yes. I wanted to just start by saying, if anybody asked me what was your time like with Chris Watkins yeah. on air, <laughs> I hope that my first words aren't. He showed up. He showed up. He talked on yeah. the microphone. Yep. Uh, you know he. Watch the game. It's not uh, what I was expecting. I'm just- not what I was expecting. <laughs> yeah. uh, you know, he finished I, the segments. Yeah, yeah, I was expecting Chris to show up late. Yeah, not know what he was talking yep. about. Uh, have no opinions on anything. Yep. I mean, that's like the bare minimum. And he's, well, he's singing. He's saying it like it's praise. The Chris. funny thing is, JJ Reddick points out in like a, a minute or so later, he's like, "I want to stop you, Tyrese, because the reason why you're expecting it." Is because that's what You're I'm telling. To well, do. No, like he, we forget he went through the Ben Simmons saga, oh, and he doesn't. That's a good like, point. This is, this is not. Um, yeah. Hold on a second. No, I, I, I want to let you finish your thought, but <laughs> I want to just point out, and I love Ben, <laughs> but of course it wasn't what you were picturing because. Of what happened when Ben showed up for training camp practice. I, I, I love Ben too. It's like one of my guys. I just, it's my guy, but I was, of course it wasn't what you were picturing. Listen, that listen. It's sad to say this, but like this is normal for me. I, I don't <laughs> oh even my wanna, god, like, yo! Not, oh my god, how traumatized are these young Sixers? How, oh man! Oh my gosh! This that, is normal for me. Is great. That's crazy. He showed up. That's like Sacramento Kings level dysfunction oh, right there. Yeah. When you're when your young players are like, man, no, it's actually kind of normal for guys to show up. Yeah, and then like we don't know as a team whether or not we're cool, whether he's yeah. playing. Yeah, uh, or if he does show up, mm-hmm. if it's like, are you here mm-hmm. or like? 
it, are you are you just physically here? Yeah. I'm, I'm, I, I don't know what's normal. That to, just so yeah. The initial point is I don't know how it goes from what Tyrese was initially explaining. Of, yeah. Oh yeah, James showed up, seemed professional, <laughs> helping the young guys, was doing drills, didn't have his phone in his pocket while wearing shot, sweatpants, shot the ball, yeah, shot the ball, <laughs> dribbled the <laughs> yeah. ball. Passed the ball, you know, uh, was there. I, I forgot about the phone in the sweatpants I thing. I have that no was idea. What was that? How, uh, ben Simmons, Sorry, you missed me on that. Ben Simmons, when he was too at hard. the practice, when uh-huh. he sh- quote-unquote showed up yeah. to those Sixer practices before being kicked out, he wore sweatpants, which is relatively normal. Normal, yeah. But he had his phone in his pocket. Wow. And I guess, like, you know, when you have your phone in sweatpants, you can see it, yeah. it's just like swinging all <laughs> over the place. So while he was working while out, while he was oh, doing man. drills and stuff. And so, yeah, James uh. did. Show, so I don't understand how it goes from actually, James Harden is surprising me by how involved he is in practices and how he wants, he seemingly is, is acting like everything's fine and normal. How does it go from that? To now, yeah, James is missing practice. Uh, I think Shams put out this morning that not uh, that there's still ongoing conversations with the Clippers, but it's nowhere near being done. And yeah. so I assumed Walsh it was because the same things thing. are close to getting done. But if that's not the case, I don't know. Maybe maybe Tyrese Maxey was throwing up a smokescreen or something. But I, I can't imagine how this situation is not weird for Philadelphia. I guess I didn't really factor in the fact that this is kind of normal for them. Nothing better than the description of, he showed up. He showed up. It's actually kind of normal. He was going through drills. Yeah, he was going, that's what he's getting paid to do. <laughs> Millions. And, and here's the thing, I think you've he, he said this. He opted into it, actually. Yeah, and I think, well, yeah, because he <laughs> wants the money, obviously, but he's looking for a long-term deal, which is why he's mad at Maury. But I think you've said this on air before, Harden would, beho- it would behoove him to show up and yeah. be professional yes. and be great yes. so that he does have value expedite yes. the trade yes. to if the Clippers or anybody else. Mm-hmm. But the only way he's going to, he's not going to do that. Show, well, I guess he's been traded in a fat suit before. So maybe <laughs> yeah. they've rewarded his bad behavior That's before. That's the problem. But you would think that it, it, the best case scenario for him is to do great and be wanted yep. by other teams. Yes. And Especially if he wants a long contract. Get a trade. Yeah, well, that too. I mean, yeah. he's going to have to play his tail off to get in because yeah. right now he doesn't have a contract no. next year. No. Anyways, the James Harden uh, Yes, that keeps on giving continues. in a weird way. Yeah, in a bad way. Because yeah, I, it's way. like it's the bad, it's the ugly side of sports. Well, to yeah. be fully honest, and it's on. It's scary because it's you know. When is, it, when is it going to be your team? Yeah, that's that's what it comes down true. to with the and that's what the NBA doesn't want to happen. Yeah. But you know. It's funny when it's happening in Philadelphia, but if this were happening in Sacramento, this would be people would be depressed for sure. <laughs> like, I mean, yeah, be happy, Kings fans. Yeah. You don't have any disgruntled so players strange. for the first time ever on your that roster. I can remember the Kings yeah. have a quiet off season for sure. Coming up next, more NBA season talk as we are six days away. Man, I thought it was a week. Six days away. So we're kicking off on Tuesday. Is that going to be a TNT Tuesday? Uh, yes, it is. Because yeah. I know the NBA is smart, unlike Major League Baseball, and they don't go yeah. up against um, the NFL. <laughs> <Yeah>. Exactly. So <laughs> That whole thing? They'll be kicking off NFL. on Tuesday. So we'll go around the NBA. We have some sound from Antonio Daniels. Mm. I always liked him as a player. I always wanted him. On. Sure. Not a starter, guy. not a star, but always liked him. Uh, we will get to him on Harden and a whole bunch of stuff, including a one of my favorite commentators, now hired to be a senior consultant mm-hmm. for one of the NBA contenders. We will get into that next. Chris Watkins, Zachariah, Sacktown Sports, 1140. Sacktown Sports. Headlines. Good. 
Good afternoon, Sacramento. My name is Kyle Ledbetter, and these are your Sacktown Sports Headlines. The Sacramento Kings are facing the Golden State Warriors in preseason game number four of five tonight in San Francisco. Coverage begins at 5.30 p.m. here on Sacktown Sports. Tip-off is at 7 p.m. with the G-Man. In baseball, Game 3 between the Texas Rangers and Houston Astros is at 5 o'clock p.m. today. The Astros are trying to be the first team in MLB history to come back in a seven-game series after losing the first two games at home. Game 4 of the WNBA Finals between the Las Vegas Aces and New York Liberty is tonight at 5 o'clock p.m. If the Las Vegas Aces win, they will be the first back-to-back WNBA champions since 2002. It is 12.33, which means it's time to check out Capital Casino, conveniently located at 411 North 16th Street in downtown Sacramento. Those are your headlines. It's time for more of Chris & Co. right here on Sacktown Sports. Your home for Kings basketball for over 25 seasons. Sacktown Sports. Welcome back, Sacramento. Coming up at 1245, we all plead the fifth together. We choose not to testify as we have fun in the 40s alongside Chris Watkins. I am Zachariah. Sacktown Sports 1140. You can call or text the show, 916 339 1140. You can jump up in the YouTube chat as we are live streaming. And Chris, I believe you have a WNBA hat on. Is I do. that correct? Yes, sir. And we got to give some love Please. to that as Kyle Please. in the update said that we could have a back-to-back champion for the first time in a long time. That's not what I'm rooting for. Unlikely tonight, let me tell you. You like the Liberty at home. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. I mean, the 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 Aces are definitely going to be down uh, two of their... Ah, one of their more important players in Chelsea Gray, and then uh, they're also going to be missing Kaya Stokes, who uh, has been starting at center for them. So they're they're going to be a little shorthanded tonight. And, uh, yeah, I mean, the Liberty took it to them in, in game three, and, and, you know, I kind of uh, – I've been, I've been expecting this thing to go five the entire time. I think these are definitely the two best teams in the W right now, and it's going to be what everyone wants to see is a single-game elimination between these two juggernaut – organizations and and hopefully this is just the the start of of what is a a really really great rivalry for the foreseeable future yeah for sure and game five will be in the desert i'm rooting for the liberty for the reason of the name of a person that i cannot say so you can maybe say it i cannot pronounce which one sabrina yes ionescu well yeah the i can say sabrina yeah yeah that's i I can say that as whitey makes fun of me for not being able to say (laughs) orlovsky just said it named it uh, but yes, yeah, Sabrina, Bay Area, yeah. born and bred, yeah. baby. She was a monster in high school. So, oh, my yeah. God. Yeah. And again, I think for her. we were talking about CIFs the other day. She's another person that you could have ah. seen if you were at the uh, CIF championship. I probably did and didn't even know it. did, yeah. <laughs> exactly. And that's how it goes there. Yeah. So coming up, 1245, we will have fun in the 40s. We will go around the wacky world of sports. But right now, we stick with the NBA, not the WNBA, and we have some 2023 talk specifically, you know, look, I think of the storylines, if I were to say just off the top of your head, I gave you no prep for this, which is a flag on me, (laughs) five yard flag, but okay, I'm ready. I I almost like it this way. I would rather you not have prep for it. I just say top five storylines 
Uh, okay, overall, that's a lot. <laughs> sorry. Okay. I, I, you can give me top no, three. I, can just do, I mean, it's almost better because it's truly off the head. You know, whatever sticks out Exactly, exactly. Top five storylines for the NBA. I'll, I'll go first to yeah, give you some time. Sure. I will say Dame in Milwaukee. Yes, Just absolutely. because, look, as I told you, one of my buddies who I respect a ton in mm-hmm. terms of his NBA knowledge, basketball knowledge in general, this guy watches high school games. Yeah. That's how crazy he is. He thinks that the Bucks just outright got worse. He thinks he would take Holiday over Dame I'm by itself. I'm very willing to have that conversation. Really? I am very willing to have that conversation. So you're not a low-hanging fruit guy because I'm mm. I'm the bling-blingy Dame is just more flashy no, I mean, than, I, than I, Holiday. I think that it, I think that they switched styles. I don't know if they necessarily got better for Really? Like, I mean, I am also a – like, the yeah, I mean – I hope he's listening because he'll love to hear yeah, that. Not I mean, a lot of people are saying that, Chris. I think it's a lot like the Kings where the Kings are possibly sacrificing some offense to get better at defense. Mm-hmm. And you might find that your elite offense is what made you so good in the first place. And I feel like Milwaukee could end up doing that where they're elite so, defense, so elete defensively huh. that you took a, a, I don't know if it's a major, no, step, it's not a you, major. You took a, a step, step back, back yep. defensively. Mm-hmm. Is that going to like, is that gonna, how much is that going to swing? Yeah. What your identity was as a team? All right. Well, let's, I, first, it's just a question. It's a, you know, well, let's further this conversation. Cause I would say, Maybe they went from a 10 to an 8 defensively, uh-huh. but I think they went from like a 7 to a 10 offensively. So that's so the thing, I'm, yeah. And, but I, I might also just be a victim of going after the flashy name. And for me, just having sure. Dame over Holiday just looks sexier. You I know mean, what I Dame mean? Dame is pretty ridiculous offensively, so I think you're yeah. okay to like yeah. feel like it is a major, major jump in that side because it it is. But it yeah. is also... People, I feel like, forget that Drew Holiday was no slouch on the offensive end either. He's yeah. not Marcus Smart. He's not Patrick Beverly. Like, yeah. Drew Holiday is a more than capable offensive player in this For league. For sure. And so, yeah, he's not. Know, yeah, it's in, in that sense, like, it might be going from an 8 to a 10 and mm-hmm. maybe not even a 7 to a 10. So, yeah. that that's the thing that – and their depth in general is not good. I mean, they, they yeah. let go of Grayson Allen as yep. well in that trade. So, mm-hmm. Now they realistically are running Dame, Pat Connaughton, I assume, is starting at the two now. Yep. Middleton, Giannis, Brooke Lopez. That's pretty loaded up front, though. Yeah, but then your yeah, depth, yeah. like, I mean, yeah. Brooke Lopez is 37, 36 or 37 years old. Chris mm-hmm. Middleton's coming off of an injury last season. Giannis is coming off of an injury in the playoffs, though I don't think that'll be an issue. Dame is hasn't finished a season in, like, four years. Yeah, uh, And then their depth is... Essentially, Bobby Portis, who's one of the best six men you could have. Mm-hmm. But then you have, like, Jay Crowder, and you're hoping Jay Crowder is good. And you yeah. have Malik Beasley, and you're hoping he can be efficient. Yep. You have uh, – who else do they have? They got some young guys that they're hoping are, are going to, you know, be something for them. It's just – it's a risky proposition. You're not deep, but definitely your top-end talent is great, but you also have to keep your top-end talent I think they have campaign healthy. now, too. Camp. Yeah. Not stand campaign. Just, I cannot kind of stand annoying. campaign. I he would was much a, rather play Javon. He was Carter. a Phoenix Sun, and he yeah, not uh, a fan. he irritated me. Not Anyways, I would go number two. I would go. I mean, in in no particular yeah. order, but to be myopic, I would say which of the guys from the Kings are going to jump out if they are going to number two, and then okay. three. I wouldn't say that's like a generic NBA. No, that's like again, a, I was saying yeah. myopic. Okay. I mean, right. but just like in terms of me personally, yeah. my five storylines, it yeah. would be it would be Dame Dalla, yep. and it would be the Kings, and who's going to you know 
jump out, and then it would be the Lakers with all their additions. Yep. It would be the Suns, which has got to be the most crazy yep. roster you will ever see. But then five would be going a little bit south here in California, and the whole CP3 and the Warriors thing. Yeah, for sure. With, because I think, you know, Chris, just knowing the organization and having some inside intel, yeah. they were fully planning on making, like, the Wiseman, Kaminga, you know, they were they were planning on yes, making that transition. Second era. And then the Warriors won that random title, which yeah. I think will be an outlier. But then they kind of like, okay, well, we got to run it back, as mm-hmm. we say in our promos. The Kings are running it back. Uh, the Warriors had to run it back and keep all those guys, so yeah. they didn't make that transition. They trade away Wiseman. Then they bring in CP3 because of maybe the fight with right. between Green Definitely. and Poole or whatever it is. But how exactly all that's going to play out right now yeah. – they're all speaking like it's all roses, but right. how do you think that's ultimately going to play no, out I, on the court? I definitely agree with you, and that's that's the big thing is how is it going to play out on the court? I think the Warriors have similar depth issues where they're they're pretty top-heavy as well, and they're going to be relying, relying a lot on guys like Podzemski and – uh, you know, I, I think Dario Saric is going to be a really yeah. big player for them this I, year as well. I like that guy. You got to also hope that is is our guy Moody Moses Moody 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 Money Moody, Moody Moses Mo- is, is Moody. Moses Moody finally going to have a jump? And you want to talk about jumps? My goodness, we've gone three days here and we haven't even mentioned Jonathan Kaminga, who absolutely lit the Kings on fire, but has been incredible all posts of preseason. Preseason, yeah. He's averaging twenty six per games through a uh, twenty six per game through three games in this preseason. 5.7 rebounds, 54.5 from the field, 47 from three points. So, like, if he makes a jump, what does that do do for this Warrior team, and how does that change their calculus, and is he inserted into the starting lineup? And then that's a whole different conversation. It was already tough enough to get Chris Paul into that starting lineup. It's so weird. It's like, do you bench Wiggins? Do you bench Green? Do you, I mean, I... I, Is Clay Thompson somebody who might have to come off the bench? They're going to be like, I talk about the Kings, but I feel like they've got enough of their identity kind of solidified. The Warriors, I think that's going to be fluid throughout the entire year. They don't have any answers to what they're doing this year. And that's why I think it's going to, it's going to take them a while to get off the, get off the the starting block, if you will. Yeah. Uh, I and think Clay I agree with good you. on Sunday. Yeah, I think I agree with you for the most part of of just everything. The biggest storylines, um, I, I would definitely say the the Chris Paul stuff. Mm-hmm. Definitely Phoenix for sure. I mean, that was the big thing. The Dame trade was the big story of the off season. I'm still looking at, at Denver. Like, uh, how are they going to bounce or not bounce back? But how are they going to respond after winning the championship last year? I think Bruce Brown was a really big piece. I think Jeff Green was a sneaky good, big piece for them as well. They they've got a, another young crop of rookies that they really like. But can Denver continue to be the class of the Western Conference? Because they were the best team for months mm-hmm. in in the regular season last year. I don't know if they're going to have the same level of dominance and just kind of be at a different tier of everyone else in the Western Conference. I wonder if they're going to kind of get mucked up in the water of how tough this Western Conference is. Uh, And then for me, I I would love to throw the Kings thing in there, but I mean, there's so many storylines. I want to say John Morant and how that progresses, but honestly, I'm looking at you Dallas. won't know until 20 games in or whatever. <laughs> I I yeah. am very intrigued by Dallas, Irving I, and just Kyrie yeah. and and Luca. And yeah. again, I I can going to continue to point at Luca being a generational talent and putting up ridiculous numbers, and just kind of how Dallas has low key wasted Luca's not wasted his career so far because they did make a Western Conference Finals, but yeah. they have not been able to find 
what they want to do in terms of building around Luca. Yeah. And how many more years is Luca going to be floundering about until he starts to kind of get like how all of these other NBA superstars are and say, Hey, I want out of here or I wanna I want you guys to realistically go all in to win a championship because people are going to start asking questions and going to start being a lot more critical. You can feel the shift of the the conversation around Luka Doncic from, oh my God, look at this guy, to, oh, he kind of complains about fouls a lot. Oh, he kind of puts up numbers and his team doesn't have success. That narrative is just going to keep and keep and keep on going until he actually has something tangible that he can say, no, look at this, I accomplished this. And so that that's definitely something I'm looking for for this year. Absolutely, and with Kyrie Irving, everything and is always interesting yeah. for sure. Coming up next – Fun in the 40s. We all plead the fifth together. We go around the wacky world of sports next with Chris Watkins. I'm Zachariah, Sacktown Sports, 1140. Yes, sir. Sacktown Sports, 1140. He's Chris Watkins. Yes, sir. I am Zachariah. Top of the hour, final hour, if you will. We had Niners on the on the uh, on the rundown. Yeah, we're scrapping that. Scrap it because we have more meat on the bone, Chris. Yeah. And anytime there's meat on the bone, yep. you don't want to waste food. No, you know no, what I'm saying. Right. So we're gonna go back to that yep. athletic article about your Sacramento Kings. And as we've learned, people want to hear about the That's Kings. All they want. We hear are about the Kings' town. King's Kingdom. Yeah. Or what did we come up with? Uh, King's Kingdom. I That's think. the one I wanted. Kingdom. King's Court. I, oh, King's yeah. Court. Just the Kingdom. That's right. Not oh, the kingdom. yeah. The Kingdom. The That's kingdom. right. All right. Uh, kingdom. The Court. The Kingdom court. wants to hear about the yes. Kings. So we will give the people what they want because that's our job yes. here as sports broadcasters. Yes, but right now, it is time. Excuse me. I get all choked up just thinking okay. about it. That's how good the intro is. <laughs> it is time for Fun in the 40s. Now, on Zachariah and Watkins, I plead the fifth. Plead the fifth. Plead the fifth. Five. One, two, three, four, fifth. Anything you say, fifth. Yes, indeed. We plead the fifth. Fun in the 40s as we go around the wacky world of sports. Let's start with this, though, Chris. Mm -hmm. We had it in the rundown, but we're not going to get to it, so we're going to squeeze it here in fun in the 40s because it is fun fun. to think about how little money, (laughs) well, how little money. (laughs) If we had his bank account, we would be happy as as bleep. But in terms of the NFL, Chris, how little money. Uh, Brock Purdy, who is in the MVP conversation, how much he makes. So tell the people out there um, just how much or how long, I should say, it takes other quarterbacks to make the entirety of Brock Purdy's salary for the year. Shout out ESPN.com, which actually has this really fun, interactive article, which Mm -hmm. I've never seen them pull out before. But you you can scroll through every NFL quarterback and see how long it takes them to earn what Brock Purdy is going to make. Not just in a game, not in a week, not in, you know. Not a game, not a week. For the entire season, Brock Uh Purdy is making a a mere, a peasantry, $870,000. Must be rough. Poor guy. I don't know how he pays the bills. I mean, he's slumming it out there. (laughs) Uh, And and so ESPN posed the question, how how quickly do the 31 other starting NFL quarterbacks take? Okay. How long does it take for them to earn what Brock Purdy earns in an entire season? Uh-huh. Uh, the first one, less than a game, is the section is this section of wow? Guys. There's so a whole th- tier of a less than a game. Tier of okay. quarterbacks that make Brock Purdy's salary in less than a game. All right. The quickest. Who do you think is the quickest? Well, it's got to be the highest paid highest guy. Highest paid guy. Highest paid guy would be Somebody the most recent, recent guy, exactly. Burrow. 
It is Lamar Jackson. Oh, who, he makes uh, more than Burrow? His 2023 total is $80 million. Uh, oh, see, that Jackson depends on how you... fully guaranteed yeah, okay. deal, but he saw it in April, but he can boast getting a deal worth $52 million per year despite not having an agent. Lamar Jackson makes what Brock Purdy makes in a whole calendar year in just 11 minutes. 11 minutes. Not even a... Uh, the, the first quarter's not over yet. 11 and make, minutes. Oof, that hurts. And Lamar Jackson earns what Brock Purdy earns in a year. Patrick Mahomes, 16 minutes. Okay, he, he should be one minute. Daniel Jones... 19 minutes. Deshaun Watson, 19 minutes. Who would Giants fans take right now? Purdy or Jones? Burrow, 24. I'm just going to roll through these. Uh, Dak Prescott, 29 minutes. Derek Carr, 30 minutes. My guy Kirk Cousins, 30 minutes. Josh Allen, 32 minutes. Russell Wilson, 32 minutes. Geno Smith, 32 minutes. Matt Stafford, 32. Tannehill, 32. How many until we get to over a game? Over a game. Oh, my goodness. Well, it's going to take a while. How about Jimmy Garoppolo? Well, just tell me how many make it in less than a game. (laughs) There is... uh, It's got to be more than half the league. I can't even tell because there's... That many? They don't number it? There's there's, 22. Yeah, there's less people who make... Uh, so for yeah, well let me count how many people it is for one to ten games. It takes Jordan Love ninety one minutes. What rookie deal? Oh yeah, I guess so. Yeah, they're both on rookie deals. One was drafted in the first. There's and- eleven guys who uh, okay. take more than one game to earn what uh, Brock Man. Purdy does. Even Joshua Dobbs, he makes one point five million dollars this year. It's going to take him five hundred minutes. Even Bryce Young is less than a game. Bryce Young is significantly less than a game. It is, uh, where's Bryce Young here? Yeah, C.J. Stroud, Bryce Young. Bryce Young, it takes 35 minutes wow. for him to make what Brock Purdy's going to make this entire season. Wow. So, yeah, wow. just a little interesting context on uh, just how, again, this is pointing out, if we're talking value, yeah. just pure value, don't know if there's a more valuable player in the NFL. It took Al Michaels just calling the Giants 49ers game to make more than Brock Purdy will make all season. Yeah, actually, I saw that. Yeah, but those numbers are pretty staggering in terms of the the quarterbacks. But real quickly here, um, I just want to ask you what your favorite jersey is. We'll be quick here, but here's Gilbert Arenas' answer. It would be Penny. You know, that's the only jersey I like. Oh, the pinstripes? Yeah, that's the only jersey I like. The blue mm-hmm. pinstripes? Wow. That's a good pick. That's a good one. That's I'm, a really good I was pick. picturing the black the one. The black ones? But okay. yeah, no, the blue one too. I like the blue ones more. That, yeah. was, that was my only, that was my two cents. So your favorite jersey, Chris? Mm. Gotta go basketball. It's gotta be basketball? Yeah. Does it have to be? It has to be. Okay. Uh, I'm making the rules here as fine. I go. That's fine. I was gonna say like the Eagles, Kelly Greens. I really like those Eagles. Mm. Like the Randall like the Cunningham. Cunningham. Yes, yeah. Exactly. Those yeah. those are pretty great. The Oilers as well. Mm-hmm. Um if I had to pick the best basketball jersey of all time, I honestly really <laughs> I really do in a weird trolley kind of way, I do kind of really like the Raptors old jerseys that mm. have the Raptor on them. Interesting. But the Jurassic Park. Now that I'm really thinking about it, I'm going to say the T-Wolves. I'm going to say the T-Wolves with the, uh, with the trees on. Kevin on Garnett. The, uh, yes. Yeah. The Garnett early 2000s with the trees like lining the uh, mm, I like that. Interesting. Those were great. All right. I got a soft spot for the Charles Barkley or Dan Marley or sure, Kevin Johnson, whoever you want, those yeah. Suns jerseys. But I'm going to go without a doubt because this was a jersey that I had. I had no affiliation, mm-hmm. no love for the team, none of that. But the grandmama, Larry Johnson or Alonzo Mourning, yep. those Hornets jerseys yeah. back in the day. Pretty great. With the pinstripes as well, right? And the yeah. Bumblebee or Hornet or right. you know, yeah, whatever, yeah, yeah. you know. That, oh, man. Those colors fa- were – I don't even know what that color owned? is. Teal. 
throwback Joe Montana 16 red and white for sure. And I'm not even a Niners fan. Yeah, it's pretty great. But, uh, man, the 16, I had the throwback one, too, and it was it. it. (laughs) You felt like the man. One of those ones where you wore it at least once a week, you know what I mean? But you had to rotate the days. Anyways, uh, yeah, no, but the Hornets jersey. I think I had the morning. I had the morning, not the the grandmama. Right. But those were great. I don't even know what colors those are. I couldn't even tell you either of those two. Is one teal? Yeah, one of them is that teal? Yeah, it's teal. Is it classified as teal? It's like a version of teal. It's like a... Yeah, I guess it's a little bit more blue. Yeah. I think it's teal. I I would say it's teal-ish. It's teal And then the the other one is like what? Yellow-ish? For which one? The The, the other color in the jersey. It's like teal and yellow-ish? I think so. Isn't it white? I I think it's white. We'll look it up. The current Hornets ones, which are different than the old ones, are teal, purple, and gray. Teal, purple, and gray. Okay. Yeah. Well, anyways. The one that I had is 